Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes, and I know you're excited. You had something you were going to tell me earlier. I have a proclamation to make, Ed. Let's hear it. Everyone's a minister. Everyone. Even you. What great Even news. me. Wow. This is getting better by the second. I love this place. So today's show is called Everyone's a Minister with Ann Sermons Gillis. Whether we've been aware of it or not, we are always ministering. With each encounter, we are ministering either love or fear, encouragement or discouragement to the person in front of us. The good news is that at any moment, we have the power to choose what we minister. And by doing so, we open or close the divine faucet. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that when we choose to minister love, we release our superpower into the world to prosper, heal, and transform everything for the better. And during the second segment, the Minister of Mirth and Sermons Gillis opens the floodgates with today's daily word, love. That's her real middle name, folks. I know. We're so excited. We stumbled upon our friend through uh, YouTube interviewing someone else that we found their book at Unity of the West Side. Yeah, we saw the title of a book. That's right. That was very inspiring. And the title of the book was Forgiveness Brings Fortune. Fortune, right. So so then I was curious. I go, who is this person? That's right. Because it was written in the 80s, and even the picture of her on it looked like, like... you know, look like Pat Benatar with the right. headband and everything. Yes, yes, that's right. So I got very enthusiastic to see what she looks like now. Right. And there was a video. So I go, ooh, what's this? And in the video, the author of the book was being interviewed by our none, guest. None other than Ann Sermons Gillis. And we were both so enamored by Ann Sermons Gillis. Well, first we were going to explore the author to, as a guest. Yes. And then all of a sudden the light bulb went off and I said, we should reach out to Ann Sermons Gillis. And that's exactly what we did. And that very evening I got to speak with her on the phone and it was delightful. We had so much in common and you'll hear more about from 
Ann Sermons Gillis in the second segment. You will be delighted as well. Daryl and I, she actually puts Daryl and I to sleep at funny at middle school studios every night now with her one minute or two minute or whatever, several minute little prosperous reminders. So uh, we'll talk about that a little later in the show. Um, yes. So, oh, you know what? Let's just give a quick wrap up. Of, earlier today, I had to go to a parking office um, to handle a permit. And for my car that needed to be switched to another vehicle. And, um, well, you know. Yeah, well, people who live in most states don't understand these rules and regulations. In California. Right, right, right. Um, Especially you, in L.A. Yeah, you can't park on your own block unless you have a parking permit. Because right. we don't like other people parking on our block. Ah. It's, the, it's the most oddest thing. So, right, right. But what that creates is now every, what is it, a year for you? It's a year for me. Yeah, yeah. Every year you got to renew these parking permits and it can be a bit of an ordeal. Right. And normally for me, it's pretty easy because I do it online. But this time I had to transfer something to another vehicle. And for some reason, that thing uh, triggered all sorts of dread and fear and will it work? Will they, will, you know, what are they going to say? This and that and the other thing. Are they going to think I'm scheming somehow? Right, exactly. I was actually embarrassed by how much this thing was, like, affecting me. But anyway, rather than stay embarrassed, I kept blessing it, kept trusting. I, so today I dropped my friend, my, my son off at his work, which is, a, like, about a mile away from the parking office. Well, he is your friend. Yeah, he is my friend and my son. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, he really is. And he... Um, so I went to the, quote, parking office only to find out that during COVID, that parking office had closed and there was no sign of where the new office was. No indicator. It's just like an empty room. And I said, huh. So, <laughs> so I scratched my noggin and then I looked on my phone and I found just like, you know, I put in parking office Santa Monica and there was no like website leading me there. It was just like, you know, underneath your map. It was one of the, yeah. it was like the third option down. And I go, hey, that's over that hill over there. So I got back in my car. I drove over there. And um, still, it's like unmarked. I couldn't. So I parked like two blocks away. Daryl and I, it was all, everything was working out. We were trying to, to concoct another plan for today's show, but that wasn't happening. Daryl was dealing with a bunch of stuff. So I walked over to the parking office and um, found it. I asked the guy, man, who works the city of Santa Monica has these lovely ambassadors of God's love, like you know, we always say. who Security guards. Yeah, can, but they have like a. You know, just like a polo shirt. They'll yes. point you in the direction of where you want to go. So anyway, I found it, and it turned out – this was the miracle, though. It turned out that there only there's only two three-hour blocks during the week when I can go in the office and deal with the very thing I had to deal with. And this, in 45 minutes from where from that moment, was one of those blocks was going to open up. So I said, this is pretty miraculous that I happen to be here for yes. this. So I said, you know what? I'm starving. I'm going to go eat right here. This is all unplanned. I had other plans. Daryl and I were going to meet earlier, but I just kept rolling with yes. it. I said, this is too perfect. So I ate. I came back. But on my while I was eating, I sent a prayer to the YouPray app, Silent Unity's uh, app. Yes. Just affirming that I'm an ambassador of God's love, that yes. I'm sharing joy with yes. everyone, that this is successful. And I ended up switching out of being afraid of getting a spanking or some sort of punishment, you yes. know, and I got more into being thankful, thankful that I live here, thankful that I get to go to this parking office, thankful that I get to see these people, just not even worrying about getting, not right. even worrying if it's going to happen, you know, am I going to get what I want or not, getting out of getting and going, getting more into giving Yes, a state of mind, Thank, a more thankful state of mind, and you know, long, you know, short story long, the guy at the door was friendly. He let me right in. I, I went to, there was an open window already there. 
boom, boom, boom. No line. No line, no hassle, and I was out the door. And the funny thing is it was such a small thing, but but going from that feeling of dread and fear and into having this positive, loving experience where I was thankful and and instead of worrying about getting something, I was appreciating the people there. I actually almost felt like a little, almost choked up with joy yes. of how well it all worked out. And it was such a small thing, but that's the beauty of this. We're always ministering. I could have went in there as a victim who needed them to minister to me because I was, you know. Or, um, or an angry minister. Yeah, right, a demanding. Self-righteous. Man, you know. why, isn't, why isn't this open more times? Why? Right, all of those things. And, th- and there would have been a million reasons to justify doing that, and a million people would have agreed with me, but that wouldn't have gotten no. me where I wanted to go. So thankfully, I avoided the spanking for myself or anyone else. No punishment. I got into a state of thanks and appreciation, and I was in there, in and out of there in three minutes. It was amazing. Well, I got to, before we say this, because I got to share, because this is perfect that we got this show, because today I was telling Ed while he was handling that right. uh, <clears throat> seemingly negative situation, which turned into a positive through right. through thanking, being right. grateful, and blessing it instead of cursing it. Right. And, 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 and also, like, one of the other things I'll just throw in is that something we've constantly... We've, I know this has been coming up on a lot of our shows, which is I had to ask myself, well, what do I really want? Yes. I had to get a, out of complaining about what I didn't want or fearing what I didn't want and ask myself. And it took some coaxing because part of me was like, what's the use of even saying what? But I just said, no, what, if I could have whatever I wanted, what would it be? Oh, I'd go in and out of there quickly. I'd have a loving experience. I'd see, I saw myself holding my new parking permit in my hand. You know, all of those things really helped. So, yes. Yeah, so. uh, well, that's perfect because I need to hear that too. Now, if you've been a, a regular listener to the show, it's probably no secret or surprise to you me mentioning that you know I'm a veteran and I I, I get uh, I go to the VA the VA the yes. Veterans Administration for all my uh, medical now that I'm no longer in the service, and it has been fantastic, folks. Yes, every time I go, it's a good time. It's nothing right. like in the news, but recently, and we talked in the past episode about yes. how you. Prayer conditioned the whole yes. experience by affirming the good and appreciating yes. it rather than complaining. Yeah, and I always look forward to my dealings with them. Right. <clears throat> but then earlier this week, I had to re- renew, have a prescription renewed. Right. And they set up this great secure messaging. You know, since I've been with them, this thing where you send in a an email, email basically yes. through their system. Yes. It goes straight to whoever you know. It's a drop down menu to your doctor, right. your primary right. care physician. And if it's something that's a regular, ordinary thing, boom, 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 she sets it up. She says, oh, it's great to hear from you. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And there's a one medication that I have to take daily to avoid like this. (laughs) But anyway, it's about to run out. So I just go, oh, I'll just send her the secure messaging. Right. Well, unbeknownst to me, now it goes to a third party first. Right. Even though the drop down is my primary care doctor's number. Right. So... I haven't been hearing back and I'm just, and instead of like, this is the thing, my mind now, because it was so good, instead of going, okay, well, this is just a hiccup. Let me bless it. Let me see the prescription in my hand already delivered at my house. Right. right. I start getting frustrated and I start cursing it. Right. Why they implement this more bureaucracy. I start to sound like, you know, someone like someone's dad, even though I'm old enough to be someone's grandfather. Uh, yes, yes. So it's so this is why it's good to have other people living this way because 
Ed's going through that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got to, even though I know this stuff works, I can't believe it's almost silly. I'm going, why is my mind refusing to let go and let go of the frustration over right. it and just switch into bless a thing and it'll bless you. So if I don't, if I want to avoid continuing to be getting a seemingly spanking from the outside world, right? We came up with these three breaths, yes, that get rid of the perceived spanking we're right, getting. Right, right. So are you ready, Ed? Yes. Let's let's take a deep breath here. Ah. When I return to thanking, I avoid the spanking. Ah. <laughs> I can't believe this is good because by next week, I'm going to be able to tell the listeners how wonderful this worked out. Okay, you ready? When I return to thanking, I avoid the spanking. Ah. When, when I, I return, return to, to thanking... thanking I avoid the spanking. spanking. Ah. Nice. You know, I want to point out something here. You'll notice Daryl and I basically have to keep selling ourselves that these principles work because these old conditions, resp responses, and reactions will come up. Yes. And I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe yesterday, and, you know, you told him to go into his improv class, and whenever they did an improv activity, say, guide me. Yes. Just say because, that to yourself. Right? Because the temptation is in situations like that. I have to impress them. Right. So right. that or just I have to work hard to come up with it, and you'll cut yes. yourself off. You'll yes. cut off the... So I heard you say that to him, and it works so well that it sold me on it. I was like, I've started using it. I, like, even before I went in the parking office, just guide me. You know, so I, and I told Stephen Tom Thorpe, you really sold me on that when you guys talked about it. And he said something that I thought really rang true for me is that he said, we always sell each other on these things. And that's the amazing part. And I thought that's, that's true. true. When I'm going through this stuff, you sell me on how wonderful this stuff works. I listened to our guest, uh, Ann Sermons Gillis's one minute reminders or two, what are you, two minute reminders at night and it resells me, even though I bought it a million times, once those old patterns, I need to be resold. You're not it. kidding. But hearing someone else, whether it's our past guest, David McClure or Daryl or Stephen Tom Thorpe or Ann Sermons Or yet seeing a line in one of our spiritual books or a morning meditation book, all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that's right. The beauty of it is there's like yeah, something inside me that's waiting to be sold on yes. it. Yes. That's the beauty of it. And it's that wants so, to be sold on exactly, it. Exactly. That wants to be sold on it. But I just thought that's so true. Like if if, if you got to listen to uh, if you're listening to our show and thinking like Daryl and Ed or some sort of like um, arrived, we uh, arrived. We, uh, you got to understand. I had to simply get a parking permit transferred to another car. And that, for whatever reason, triggered so much stuff within me. So I had to use it. I was almost embarrassed that I had to use all these tools, but it's worth it. There's nothing too big or too small to apply these principles, because when yes. we do. This is what Daryl and I have talked about right before the show, too, is first person we minister to is ourselves. Yes. And then when we do that, we go out and we naturally minister yes. to others because it feels so good. It's like we unlock our joy and our power, and it just flows naturally wherever we go. And speaking of expecting 
the yes. best yes. <clears throat> rather than the worst because joy right. is defined I always repeat this. I'll repeat it forever because oh, I faith, need, right? yeah, faith. Faith is defined, and I got this definition from a Daily Word excerpt. Yes, as joyful expectancy, and fear, just you know, by default, is therefore morbid expectancy. Yeah, and you got to ask yourself in the moment: Am I really expecting? Am I really in a state of joyful? Because I, you know, like a lot of us take our thinking personally. Oh, of course I have a joyful expectancy, but that, you know, that's like no. Like really, I ask: Am I in a state where joy? Like I really have this, even if it's only the size of a mustard seed, some, you know, semblance of joyful expectancy. Yes. Mm-hmm. See the thing accomplished, like Ed said. Right, See the parking right. permit, new, already in your hand, ready to be attached to your car. Because I'm right, using that now right. with the prescription. I already see the box at my house Yes, delivered. So in regards to expecting the best and being a minister to ourselves and to others, I got this great reading from uh, Open Your Mind to Received by Catherine Ponder. Oh, yeah. And just listen to this, folks. It's so good. We should expect the best and so live that the best may become part of our experience. When we dare to do this, we often make remarkable progress in a very short length of time. It matters not what you have experienced in the past. If you will begin this very moment expecting the best, your very expectancy will cause you to make remarkable progress quickly. And in my case, it matters not what you have experienced in the past. The fact that I've had nothing but good experienced, good experiences with the VA, I shouldn't use that now to right. curse the situation that it's not running as smoothly as it has in the past. Yes. It doesn't just mean no matter what you've experienced in the past, therefore we're just talking about bad. Right. We're talking about don't use the past as at all as a way to create frustration in the present or just yeah to justify your frustration that's right because that's a real temptation now here we go folks expecting the best works on all levels of life there once was a school teacher who always expected her students to do well in her classes and they did those same students often did not do well in other classes but they did so for this woman right she expected it and it happened repeatedly wow the german poet and philosopher goethe said Treat people as if they were what they ought to be, and you will help them become what they are capable of becoming. Yes. This lady proved it. Right. Now, here we go. An experiment was conducted in one school recently. Mm. Students from kindergarten through fifth grade were placed under certain teachers. These teachers were told that these particular students were exceptionally brilliant. Right. Although the students were not really brilliant, they were simply normal Students. Right, right. Nevertheless, these students made brilliant marks in that school year. Also, they were far happier than the students around them. Why? They responded to the positive expectations of their instructors. When the teachers considered them the best of the students, they became so. When we dare to expect the best for ourselves and for others, we open the way for the best to come to us often quickly. In any event, we make tremendous progress just by thinking in this way. Nothing but the best. That's an that is one yes. of an affirmation. It's in quotes. Nothing but the best. Yes. 
Will you check the the meter? Because I just realized I just turned my mic around. They had it turned the other way. That's why I was like, why is my mic? It, it looks good, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, right. it's good. I was like, why is this so teeny? And then I realized sometimes we don't know who uses this studio when we're not here, but oftentimes when we come back, we have to reset everything back yes. to. It's a communal you know what? I wanted to share about a student, a student I have who is um, on the spectrum autism. That's what he's eligible for special education because of that. And um, I was just thinking about a lot of people assume that he's very introverted and wasn't really capable of uh, social interaction. But when I met him, what I realized is he was frustrated so much of the time and that when he's frustrated – it's so loud in his head that he just shuts down. Right? Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, so and I can relate to I that. I would give up and shut down. Yeah, so and then the people who don't understand uh, the way the mind works would assume, oh, that's who he is. He's just a quiet guy. But I was like, no, he's not a quiet guy. When he comes into this environment, he's just shutting down, right? So I, I'm so uncomfortable around that you know, like, I want to help someone who's in that state because yes. I, I can relate. I think that's why I see it. Yes. So, well, you, know, you could feel it. Yeah. You actually can feel it, can't you? Yes, yeah. I can feel it. So I, my whole goal was forget academics. More important than that, it's I want this guy to feel welcome when he's here. And this is the, the student where I told you he would grab the mic. I started to find out he loved music. So yes. we had a mic system in our room. So in the morning, I would let him sing along on the mic. I didn't let him. He wanted to. I just encouraged it. Yes. And he did all these little things. And, and I never thought, like, there, at the moment, I wasn't thinking this is like, wow, this is going to really uh, create like a therapeutic effect or something. But what happened a few months later, one staff member told me, wow, that kid has changed so much. He used to see me and run the other way. Now he waves and says, hi, so-and-so. Wow. And, and, and any teacher he sees, hi, so-and-so, and he's making friends. And he's, and I realized it's like that, uh, as a, that goes along with what you're just saying. Yes. I saw what was there that just want, it wanted to come out and it was it was my pleasure to encourage yes. it because that's what I want to be around. You yes. Know? And it was such a simple thing. And Eric Butterworth uh, doubles down on what you just said in Celebrate Yourself by Eric Butterworth. Man, I'm so happy I turned this mic around oh, yeah. as I was listening to it. It's making such a... Yeah, thank you. This is satisfying. Oh, yeah. The angels are with oh, me thank here. Thank God mine's turned No, yours around. sounds really good. Turn around yeah. every now and then. <laughs> That's what this show's all about. I turning know. around, turning back into a thankful, uplifting yes. state of mind when we're tempted to run away and curse and all of that stuff. And then this is, I was just telling Daryl about this. These principles can seem really unfair if we, when we're in that, when I'm in that victim state of mind and I'm like, wait, if I, I'm already getting beat up and if I, you know, so I deserve to get beat up even more, but it's no, it's like, uh, it's just I'm getting more of what I'm putting out. My thoughts yes. are boomeranging, boomeranging back, and it's not um, cruel. It's actually the the one thing I actually have power with is yes. to shift my thinking, and I will get new results. Yes. That's why this stuff is so powerful. You know, to he who has, you know, more shall be given. So when we have uh, things uh. to be thankful for, when we find things, when we realize that we have things and we choose to be thankful for them, we get more to be thankful about. That's the good news. So Eric Butterworth says, certainly pray for people, but remember, you must change your thought about them. Yes. Believe in people. Hold to the awareness that every person is a child of God, no matter how he is acting. Salute the divinity within people. Believe in the inherent goodness in the person and treat him as if it were actually there and you will find yourself pushing all the right buttons in him. 
or her. In a very real sense, the only way you can change what another person is and does is by changing your thoughts of concern and by committing him or her into the Father's keeping. You know, we're keeping to the clock today. So, Ed, I just want to read this oh, affirmation. Yeah, oh, we still got three and a half minutes, so well, we're good. Oh, Jeff Comfort was spying on us from the Facebook Live today, so we really need to be on our P's and Q's, by the way. Well, let me just give him. I want to give you this affirmation, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, rather, I, if we have time for the whole story, I'll go back and give you that, but... Get your pencils out, and the good news about a podcast is you can always just hit the rewind 30 seconds and replay this, Yes, because this is so good. And this is an affirmation that you could use on yourself, like I just read from Eric Butterworth, Yes, that will help put everything in its proper perspective in your mind, Right, but more importantly will get you back in the flow and harmony with the positive stream of life. Right. And you'll be amazed at how oh, things turn out for the better. So here's the affirmation. It's so good. It's from Catherine Ponder from the book, Open Your Mind to Receive. If you have the book, it's on page 62. All right. Today and every day, I expect the best. Yes. Wonderful things are happening to me now. Everything I do turns into good for myself and others. And then you could do the short version throughout the day. Wonderful things are bound to happen. You know, and it said a yes. noted speaker recently said, no one should go through life a beggar when he can be a king. Nice. You know, that's so funny because in this next segment, we're going to have our guest, Ann Sermons Gillis, and one of her like nightly reminders was uh, to use the affirmation, this is my lucky day, which goes right along with what you just read. And and, uh, and Stephen Tom Thorpe used it after I uh, passed it on to him, and I've been using it. It's the same idea. Like Eric Butterworth said, affirmations, it's not like we're trying to make them true we're really just getting on board that's right with a greater sense of what is already true we live in an abundant generous universe that's always supporting us and too often i think in the past i was conditioned or whatever for whatever reason to not believe that and i was getting in the way my own my thinking was cutting myself off from the very flow that i was tr desiring yes because we really do have a superpower yes and it's unleashing love into any situation and it will transform heal and prosper the situation yes yes all right well sue hodgson on facebook live said that's why you are such a wonderful teacher i want to say thank you to sue hodgson we appreciate you coming up next the minister of mirth and sermons gillis opens the floodgates with today's daily word love so thank you for listening to funniest thing on unity online radio You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Funniest Thing. 
back to the second segment of Funniest Thing. In today's episode, Everyone's a Minister with Ann Sermons Gillis. And Ed, what do you have to read for us? Uh, you know I love this book, God Will See You Through by Mary Cupferly. I highly recommend it. If you're not doing a morning routine, by the way, where you can minister yourself to yourself every day, we recommend it. That means some inspired reading. That means a little meditation and some affirmative prayer. If you go to DarylNed.com, there's a reading list. Anything we read, you can find there. And this is a great book called God Will See You Through. And uh, Mary Cufferly says, You can sing your way through this day, and you will find yourself strengthened not only mentally but physically. This does not mean that you must actually give voice to song, although this is helpful in itself. It does mean that wherever you are, whatever you are doing, you can sing a song in your thoughts, in your heart, and in your soul. You can do this. Your expression will change. Your face will shine. It will radiate beauty and youth. Your body will move freely and gracefully. Your work will go more smoothly, and your life and affairs will be blessed and transformed. Ah. What a relief, man. You want to thank the listeners? Yeah, we love our listeners. Yes, we do. And uh, thank you for all your contributions and um, letters. And the people who send us mail, we love receiving actual mail at our P.O. Box. Funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Or you could just simply go to DarylAndEd.com and hit the contact tab and kabam, instant email to us. And there's no no bureaucracy at Daryl and Ed. We read our emails. We answer our phones. We open our letters. Yes. We do it all. We don't want to miss out on the fun. That's true. And someone we need to uh, thank who's been with us the entire time and he's the one person who we know has listened to every single episode, whether he wanted to or not. God bless him. That's our audio engineer, Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. We always give a shout out to the prayer line, Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They have an app, which is the letter U and the word pray, You Pray app at the app store. It's free. You can type in your prayers or you can call them once again at 800-669-7729. It's a great way to minister to yourself. We, we use it all the time. Yes. It's, it's real ministers who will affirmatively pray with you, for you, and uh, leave you remembering what's what's what what's true the truth of who you are and once you remember that when you hear someone pray from that place who knows it it makes it so much easier sometimes for me to get back on board with the truth so someone else another minister out there that we love that we've recently encountered um who's going to join us today actually to read a daily word what what a daily word is that what year is that 1966 and not only that but share her wisdom and insight um and share the way she lives these things and uh it's been a pleasure just to talk to her on the phone and now to have her on the show welcome Anne sermons gillis hello hello i'm really happy to be here oh, is man. it my time to read yet yeah yeah that'd be good right? oh yeah you, you never we, these shows you never know how they're going to flow but let's get the the daily word and then we'll go into some of you sharing some of your insights and thoughts we are going to immerse ourselves in the truth by listening to the daily word I learned to love mankind by expressing love toward those near at hand. Sometimes we may find it easier to love mankind in in general 
to love mankind in general than to show love toward those near at hand, in the home, in the office, and among those persons close to us. Love, like charity, begins at home. And the reason for this is that God placed us among the persons who most need our love and blessing and whose love and blessing we most need. If we fail to show kindness, forgiveness, and patience to those close by, how can we expect to love those whom we do not know, those who are far from us? Let us think of bringing a let us think of the bringing of joy and hope and comfort to those near us, to those persons at hand, as a healing mission on which God has sent us. Where we are is where we must begin to live the truths that Jesus taught us. The greater works Jesus promised us we should do will be entrusted to us when we prove our faithfulness by being loving toward all persons near to us every day. And the scripture is, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for those that hast given me, thou hast given me, for they are thine. And that's John 17, 9. Uh, wow. I like that it said that we could choose to accept this as our mission. And that these people are in our lives to be blessed by us specifically as part of a like divine appointment. Yeah, people always are saying, what am I supposed to do? What is my mission? As if they're not everywhere. Yeah. Right. In every encounter, in every breath, in every thought is our mission. Or we can, another way to say that is our dharma. That is the path of right action for us in the moment. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's, I was thinking when, when you were reading the daily word, I was just thinking how easy it, it is or was, has been in the past for me to overlook thinking that the people, right, these people right in front of me are kind of like almost like an obstacle to the bigger thing that I'm supposed to be doing and how detrimental that was in the past because I was always having to run from one thing to another. And, you know, it's just like I wasn't sharing love with the people around me and that was cutting me off from the good that I, that I really was seeking to begin with. We forget, we forget. I can remember one time I was with one of my friends and she had moved into a house while she was building the house and the house was lopsided mm. and it, it was really old and it was kind of falling apart. And in my mind, I was having this dialogue about, Oh my gosh, how can she stand to live here? And just, everything about how wrong she was and went oh my gosh what am i doing mm. and so i began to tell myself i said you know this person probably loves you as much as anyone in the world mm. these are the thoughts you're going to have toward her and you know that she would do anything if you were dying she would reach to pull you out of a hole right. and i kept thinking about her and i looked at her and I walked over and I just hugged her and I said, I love you so much. You're so amazing. You're so wonderful. And she started crying and she said, you're the only person that gets me. Nobody wow. else sees me. And I went from that sense of really judging her to having a heart expanding moment for both of us. Wow. It was it, that was a miracle. That wow. and that is a miracle. The ability to just change our mind and our emotions and the spot and create love. Or, as you said, uh, Ed, and that is to just tune into the love that's already present. Mm. I like, though, in this example, it's clear to all of us, and hopefully all those listening, 
that the choice is always ours. Yes. And the power will always flow in to honor that choice for good or for bad. But, I mean, it doesn't flow in for bad. I mean, it gets kind of, when I choose to just continue with the frustrating thoughts, it's actually con- like um, congested. Yeah, right. But I always have the choice, just like you. And every time, that's like the tagline for our show. Whenever we step out boldly, we, we always experience better than expected outcomes. And the stepping out boldly we're referring to is exactly the example you just shared. It's those, those, those seeming, I mean, I don't even want to call them insignificant because, you know, you go, well, that was just her with her friend. This wasn't like a giant business deal, like coaches tell us (laughs) to stay. You know what I mean? But these are the big deals. These are the big deals. Yes. 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 I have another example of that because I can remember these two times specifically. And that was, I was speaking in a unity church and they had special music and I was listening to the music and I was going, Oh my God, I can't stand this music. And I was saying, what am I going to do? And I was like breathing and breathing. And I said, okay, I've got to experience this a different way. My God, I'm getting ready to get up and speak. And here I am just having this calamity going on in my mind. And so I started saying, you know, the appreciation and just listening to it. And I, allowed the love to flow in and as I did I don't the music must have transformed because but when I stood up to speak I was in tears of appreciation I was overjoyed with bliss and love and and you know I have no idea what happened but I mean I wanted to fall on my knees and just worship this person and say thank you thank you thank you and I have no idea the quality of the music you know it really I, I just know that it was heavenly music to me. It was divinity. It was amazing. Wow. Your examples go right along with what we've been saying, which is, and this is, I love it. I love it. I love it because you ministered to yourself in yes. those moments and shifted your thinking in those moments. And uh, that's the choice. That, it, it's and, not the external jumping in there and making a change. It's here, yeah. right within that's right. ourselves. That's right. And then the circumstances really do correspond and it it really is life-changing yes but don't feel bad about not liking ed and i not liking the music before you're about to talk we've been through this (laughs) a while back we were both sitting uh before speaking yeah and a song came on and all of a sudden ed was like Oh, he's, right, and I was right. like, oh, oh, we were both like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, why yeah. are they singing this song? Right. And we had to like do a soup. Same thing. We were both ready to just like jump out a window, but we had to do the same decision yeah. you made. Because there was like, okay, it's either we run out of the window, jump out one after the other, right. <laughs> bail out. But we couldn't do that. So we had, we had no choice but to bless the situation. Yes. And we had a similar experience where after right. after the whole thing right. was over, we were like, I love you guys. I love everyone in here. Yes. Yep. It's a similar situation. I get overstimulated by too much noise. Oh, my God. And so if I'm somewhere that's really loud, right. then I, ve- I really have to adjust my position. Right. And because it. It ner- it's nerve-wracking for me, and I have to remember that every moment possesses, you know, the deepest and most profound yes. love, 
And is there some way that I can be present with that? Right. And I've had states in which, in all kinds of calamity, that I just fell into wonderful states of love and bliss because I was willing to go beyond my belief system. And another thing that has been difficult for me is being in extreme cold. And so I had an experience once where I went to it to, to California to a um, let's see what were we doing a um, what are those smoke in the TPs a um, sweat lodge sweat, sweat lodge. lodge right sweat, yes. sweat lodge and then this was really and I was young and cute then right. <laughs> and so these, you were naked in the sweat lodge and uh-huh. the sweat lodge was um, it, it it was it was snowing and there was ice outside wow. So in between, we would go outside and we would walk. It, the ground was just ice. It wasn't even snow. So we'd walk on the ground. And so every with every step that I took in the ice, knowing that I'm like the super bitch when it comes to cold, you know, right. and, and not necessarily externally, but internally, right, right. a lot of dialogue. You know, right. uh-huh. And I said, in those moments, I realized how much cold had run my life. I have run from coal. I have been upset about coal. And I said, right. I'm just not going to do it now. I'm just going to rest in the peace. I'm going to be with the coal. So I was radically present with my foot on the, you know, on the cold. Yeah. And, and then I had an experience later at, during the same time I was at this um, place. And that was that I was taken out into the woods and initiated into the fire and so of course it had to be during a driving snowstorm mm. so if the universe was you know saying well okay you said you were going to deal with the coal we're going to give right. you a really good opportunity here and so we go out and um there's a, a all these sticks and everything and i make this fire and, and he said well i'll be back and so yes he did come back and he said see what you can learn from this and and Nine hours later, he came back. Wow. <laughs> and um, it's amazing when we're willing to be present with mm. what is without the internal dialogue and the resistance, what a wonderful training it can be. A training for love, a training for peace, yeah. a training for calm, because these were the spaces in my mind where I would not allow those things to be present. Wow. This reminds you know um, remember the text I got from my buddy the other day from I went to a University of Santa Monica got a master's in spiritual psychology and I got a text that was in 2010 I got a friend text me from that you know that I know from the program and he was asking me if I wanted to get Daryl and I together and have a, some third party it was just like so... a spiritual conversation for fun I, I like and that guy's an entrepreneur. Whatever the case was, it just struck me like, Ugh. I was like, what is this? You know, like it, it just felt heavy and a lot of work. And I was, so I was asking, what are you doing, a podcast? You want me to help? What is this? And he's like, no, I just thought it'd be fun to have four dudes. Come. I was like, Ugh. you know that we're like a professional podcast. That sounds like, I didn't think, I was thinking this, like we, this just sounds like a lot of work. I don't understand. I felt. It also I just sounded, said, it felt like you were, we were, like somehow we were being manipulated. Yeah. So I said, no, thanks. And uh, which was that was the first step, which was good, because then he said, just be blunt with me, man. What's going on? How can you you like he expected me to play along with this warm with this wormy talk that was kind of like not to the point. Yeah. So I was kind of grumpy about it, but in in salty. And I was like, okay, I can say no, but I'm not going to stay salty like this. I'm not going to stay in that state of agitation about it. I'm going to let it go and bless it. And I did that. And I took a nap later because that was the other thing. I was tired. 
And I woke up and I go, oh, yeah, my friend. I remembered who he was outside of that little window, you know? And I just felt, like, neutral about him and actually loving toward him. And then I was like, you know what? I just, I'm just going to call this guy when I'm happy. And I, oh, no, I texted him again. I All I said is, you little devil, about all the stuff that he uh, had said, just to, like, it, like defuse the whole thing and get back to, like, you know, it's me and you, right? This is not, you know, I don't know what all this language means, but it's yes. just we're friends. So I eventually I called him and I kind of stuck it to him straight because what happened was he told one of the things he mentioned is I want to get back into my spirituality. And he was exploring this friend who has a wisdom school and this and that. Well, and, and also, mind you, this is a guy who changed his name to one of those specialty names. Right, and, right, right. You know, does all the externals that kind of you know put my nose out of joint because just be the thing. You don't have to. So it's like he's got all this going on, but yet he's asking or saying, yeah, you know, I want to dive back into my spiritual. I kind of miss it. Right, right. So at any rate, at first, a couple of things happened in the conversation because I was so happy and I was no longer triggered by any of this. And I just was like, I, but I pointed out, I said, what, what's, how do you separate when you're being spiritual and when you're not? I said, like, and he even said, like, oh, you know, I'm helping a lot of people around me and this and Ugh. that. But. But, you know, I want to do something really spiritual. And I said, you just wrote off, in my book, the very thing that yes. this stuff helps me with, which is just to be helpful with the people around yes. me and myself. And I just kind of told him about Emmett Fox, and I told him about our show, how you don't need a certificate, and how yes. you start where you are. Yes. And, well, short story long, he basically, it was cool, because at the end he said, I feel like what you're telling me is I'm telling you I want to do some sports. And you're telling me, because one of the things I asked him, are you doing a morning routine where you do this every day? You know, And he said, no, I'm not. And I said, so I kind of encouraged him to do that. I said, there's no way I could talk about this stuff if I didn't do that every day and practice it. And so at the end, he said, it's, and now he said, I get it, man. He said, you're telling me, forget trying to find the perfect sport. Just go to the gym and start working out. You'll figure out what sport you want to do. You know, he, he a lot of, it, it was helpful just to, because what happens is when we think we have this like illusion of what spirituality is and how we need to go into this program or we need to go uh, far away rather than just start where we are and bless the people in our lives and do a morning routine or you know do some daily meditation and inspired reading yes. and live the life we're living now and watch it transform for the better. Just, yes. And that's why I love the stories that Ann Sermons Gillis just told us because it's proof that and sermon skills, even someone who's been practicing this stuff had to apply it in that moment to the one place that we really can apply it to our own head, to her own head, and it transformed. And you had these amazing experiences, and you could have got stuck beating yourself up. Why am I having these thoughts? I'm a spiritual person. I better go home and do some deep. But in that moment, you blessed it, and in that moment, you opened up a way. And, in with, and same thing when you were speaking. In that moment, you opened up a way for spirit to come back through. And it does. It does every time. Yeah. This morning I was telling Ed that because uh, I'm a lot like you and loud noise it makes me want to throw stones at whoever's making the loud noise. Right. Like if one of those cars parks along, no, drives and is next to me at a light and it's going. I could feel it coming through my car and it makes me feel agitated like war drums. Right, right. Well, there's a guy, they're, they're building a new house directly across the street. And my house across the street is only about 10 paces. It's a small little neighborhood road. Right. And this jackhammer goes from 8.30 in the morning till 4.30 in the afternoon. It has, yes. 
And this morning it was going, and I was like at my wit's end. I told it. I go. I didn't know if we were going to make it to the show. To be honest, I was like, I'm like I, go, I can't take it. The sound. I go, please, you call Anne. I'm dying here. And there was part of me that's going, oh, just doodle on this nut dish. I got this old ceramic nut dish, and I have this paint, and I was going to do something fun with it. And part of it, because it, my mind knew if I do something creative, yes, everything else will fall into its proper perspective right but i was almost going no 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 because there's noise now it won't come out right and the higher part of me goes no just do the creative endeavor and everything else will be transformed yes. and i took that first and my little part of me is going no it's not going to come out you should wait till everything's quiet and you're in your studio right but i had this is the thing art there's a great quote about art art is a way it's a way I can run away without leaving home. Yeah. And, and man, I just started doing this. And with every stroke, I was feeling higher and higher, just creative. And even though things weren't coming out exactly as I wanted to, I, even in those moments, I'm going, oh, I'm so glad I'm doing this. And then by the end, I made a little video of what I created. I couldn't wait to share it with Ed. Yes. And it like settled everything. That noise, not only did it, I start not really hearing the noise or even in my wheelhouse is disruptive. But by the time I called Ed again, it was totally silent because it was lunch hour. Yeah. And there was no more, um, call it coincidence, call it divine order, but there was no more jackhammer even up until the time I left to come to the studio to do this show. Perfect. Are you powerful or what? <laughs> no, I wouldn't call it powerful, but it was like, it was like, I have no other choice. I'm going to just do this creative thing because I know when I get involved in that, it's a form of like prayer for me. Yeah, you know how mad else... Terry McBride would be right now? Of you saying, oh, no, no, I wouldn't call myself powerful. Terry McBride would say, give yourself credit for what you did. By God, and yes, I'm powerful. Stick your head out the window. Well, I like, you know, people don't want to own being powerful all the time, but I say, well, you know, what's the opposite? Are we going to own being powerless? Right. Oh, no, I'm powerless. No problem. I'm powerless. Yeah. <laughs> no all right. At all. Yes. I point can remember, um, I heard Edwin Gaines say that probably 45 years ago. She walked in the room and said, I am a woman of power. Uh -huh. And after that, I began to say, hmm, I think I'll be a woman of power too. <laughs> and I yes. I myself, I'm a woman of power. And it may sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging or something like that, but it, I think it takes a lot of um, self-esteem just to move past that inner voice that say that we shouldn't yes. claim what's present. You're right. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. But speaking of, oh yeah, so listen, we have to wrap up the show. Well, w w would you be willing to come back on at a later date to uh, continue the conversation sometime? I would love to. So one of my favorite things to do is talk. Let's let everyone know where they can find all your cool stuff before we go. On the internet there, like in YouTube, What's your... your website. What okay, are... so yes. my website is annegillis.com, A-N-N-E, annegillis.com. Mm -hmm. um, on YouTube, um, I'm Ann Sermons Gillis, and that is with Easyosophy, and that's my philosophy, Easyosophy, but it's Ann with an E, Sermons with an S, Gillis. And then I also have the Dr. Money channel, Yes, in which I am... Dr. Dr. Money. Money. Hi, this is Dr. Money. Yeah, find that Dr. Money channel because there's great nightly. That's where we find the nightly reminders, correct? Facebook, you know, Facebook, you can get it, Abundance Affirmations, and it's the one with the money tree on yes. it because there's like three Abundance Affirmations pages, and that's the one that you'll see. 
I'll post an nightly video on All that. All right, cool. Well, hold on a second. Don't hang up until the end because otherwise our, our recording will stop. We've got a, two more minutes here. One thing is we have a little story about when Ann Sermons Gillis was a child. This came off of uh, TMZ for Ministers. We're not sure it's true. Well, let's hear it. Let's, let's read it. Go we, ahead. we always have one of these for our guests. When she was just a young girl, Ann Sermons Gillis was already a truth student. She could not help it. One day, Ann's Sunday school teacher was finishing a lesson on honesty and asked the class, Do you know where children go if they don't put their tithe money in the collection plate? Ann Sermon Gill Sermons Gillis raised her hand emphatically. Her teacher smiled and called on her. Yes, Ann? Everyone knows where they go, silly. They go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, here comes Enzo, the uh, FedEx beeline. Real quick, Christina Robom from Utah said, You guys are lifesavers. Barbara Gallagher Weatherman from Florida said, thank you, Daryl and Ed. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Just what the the victim in me needed to hear today. And that was from last week's Yo, show. Yo, boy, what's up? Oh, it's Eminem. Yeah, bro, let's sing along. It goes okay. perfect with your show about everyone's a minister. Wow, you got a great voice. <laughs> you totally... <laughs> now this looks like a job for me. So everybody, just follow me. Because we need a little ministry. Because I feel so happy, whole and free. Visit DarylAndEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Now this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. Because we need a little ministry, because I feel so happy, whole and free. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 